0: Is Among the Living a forgotten noir film worth watching, or should it have stayed dead? Find out today on Really Old Movies. Welcome to Really Old Movies, I'm your host Harrison Scullen, and today I'll be discussing the film Among the Living from 1941 as part of my Arthur Lyons Film Noir Festival specialty episodes. For the next few weeks, I'll be reviewing each of the four films I watched at that film festival, and this is the first. So some essential movie details. Not much is really known about the production of this film. It only runs about 67 minutes long and is very, very low budget. It's really a B-movie to the full sense of the word. What you do find is that this was just a movie kind of made at the last second. It's one of the many hundreds of movies that that were being made by Paramount during this time. Um, They turned out hundreds of movies a year. This is just one of the many. So the basic plot, John Radden and his family attend the funeral of his father. John's father is buried next to his twin brother, Paul, who is thought to have been dead, who is thought to have died when they were ten. As it turns out, Dr. Saunders uh, lied on the death certificate and has been keeping Paul hidden inside an insane asylum for all these years. Paul gets agitated with Pompey, his caretaker, and chokes him to death, then escapes the house. Paul doesn't understand the real world and acts in an almost childlike manner, but he has gone completely insane, and any noise that bothers him, he will strangle the person until they are dead. He becomes obsessed with finding his twin brother, John, so that they could be reunited. And so he goes to the factory that the family owns. Paul gets a girlfriend and then and they go on continuous dates with each other. Paul wanders into a bar one night and he flirts with another woman who he ends up strangling because she started screaming at him. Which reminded him of when his mother screamed to death many, many years ago. Paul tries to hide with this girlf- with his girlfriend, but eventually the town figures out there's a serial killer on the loose. John is giving out a reward to anyone who could bring him the murderer, dead or alive, after learning that his twin brother is the murderer, as told to him by Dr. Saunders. Paul is convinced to go to the abandoned asylum with his girlfriend Millie so she can get the ransom money. She finds out Paul is the murderer and he's shot by by Millie's other romantic interest, but Paul succeeds in running away from the situation. John rushes to the asylum, but he's mistaken for Paul as their identical twins, and the whole town brings him to a kangaroo court within the asylum. They don't believe him that he's innocent until Dr. Saunders reveals the truth, thus getting rid of his reputation. John escapes before anything can be done, and the townsmen chase him into the cemetery, where they find the dead body of Paul. The truth is made known, and John is a free man. And that's the plot to Among the Living from 1941. So now I'll get into my actual review on the movie itself. So the plot, I gave it a 2 out of 5. I thought it was really strange. And I also hated that the movie just starts right away without any setup. There's no setup at all. I get the feeling that many things were cut because the film is really, really short. And it seems that some expository or any setup um was cut out because again because it's a B movie. I think they cut it super short so they could just add it on to the other other ticket, you know, to the other film that was being premiered. And so yeah, that's why I don't like the plot. I feel like so much of it is missing. It's a really strange plot. It's kind of a a mix of noir, uh, gothic horror, as as uh Alan Rody said at the film festival. He says it's more of like a gothic horror and that Alan Decker, who plays uh, both John and Paul, is just a really eccentric person, really eccentric character. (laughs) And so, so, yeah, it's a really strange movie. (laughs) In regards to the acting, I gave it a one out of five. I thought Albert, uh, he's super campy as an actor, especially when he's playing as Paul. It's just laughably bad. It's like as bad as Tommy was so in the room. Like it's on that level. It's enjoyable, but it's just bad. You know, we're supposed to be scared of him, but it's just so over the top and so crazy that all you could do is just laugh at him. Especially in the moments where he's like stop stop screaming, stop yelling. He's like covering his ears. It's hilarious. And in the theater with me, people were laughing at those moments. You're not supposed to laugh. He's supposed to be scary. It was hilarious. Uh, The best actress in the the best actor in the movie, I thought, was uh, Susan Hayward, who played Millie. She was hilarious. Um, No nonsense, uh, really, you know, kind of slapped Paul around. It was pretty hilarious. And I thought their relationship was probably the funniest part of the whole movie. And she made it enjoyable, but she's not in it very much, considering the movie's only 67 minutes long. A lot of it has to do with Paul. And so you really think, who's the main character in this movie? Because John, who's the good guy, right? He's barely in it. Is it Paul? Is Paul the main character? Like, there's no real way of knowing who the main character is. It just jumps around so much. And again, I think that's due to the fact so much of the movie was cut. I I speculate. I don't really know for sure. So, but yeah, overall acting one out of five. In regards to directing, so Stuart Heisler, he's the director of this film. He's known for many B movies in general. This is the first film I've ever seen him direct. So as far as I can tell, he's pretty competent, pretty good director. You know, he gets the job done. But the film is just so wacky, you just can't help but wonder, what was he thinking? (laughs) So many of the choices made. You know, why was Paul so bizarre and strange? Why did the film start and end abruptly? You know, how has Paul never escaped before? He's a pretty big dude. You know, I imagine he would have gone out before. It was just really weird why they're even hiding Paul in the first place. They don't really explain why. It's pretty bizarre. So give it a two out of five. Um, I mean, he got the scene set up. He got, you know, he did the job. That's why I gave him a two out of five because it wasn't, terrible directing I guess he did what he could with what he was given I'm not sure if he was the writer or not but in uh, regards to cinematography and special effects I also gave it two out of five very low budget you could tell the whole thing was done in a studio um there were like what three sets the whole movie it was very very low budget and uh yeah nothing spectacular and then, regards to music, I give it one out of five. There's hardly any music at all. It's pretty quiet of a movie in regards to that, and it's the music that they have. I'm sure is just stock music, just stock uh, movie score music. <laughs> like I said, it's very low budget, so I imagine it's nothing new or creative. All right. So overall, that brings my Letterbox score to a 1.6 out of five, which I'm rounding. To a 2 out of 5. But it's barely a 2 out of 5. This was a 1.5. I would have left it as a 1.5. Would I recommend it? You know oddly enough. As much as I thought the movie was strange and bizarre. It's like watching The Room. Or Batman and Robin. You know it's so bad. That you just have to see it. It's just bizarre. (laughs) It's not amazing at all. But it's hilarious. How seriously they tried to take it, and just how how dumb it really was. <laughs> I'm having a hard time keeping my composure. It was just so ridiculous and so strange. Um, so I don't recommend it for, you know, uh, artistic reasons or anything like that. If you want a good laugh and have an hour or so to kill, this will this will fulfill your need. <laughs> this this is a good sixty seven minutes. Um, I don't know if I'll ever buy this movie, to be honest. I might just for the fact that I saw it at this film festival and thought that was pretty cool. But I don't know, man. It was such a weird movie. Well, those are my thoughts and feelings on uh, Among the Living from 1941. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Make sure to subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies where discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Skolin. Take care.